Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my iClarity podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest iClarity episode. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Sam. So I'm involved a lot with the autistic to ADD spectrum disorder community. I actually consult at a place called Kid Power. And this is a, an amazing place where the occupational therapists offer many different modalities to help these kids grow and evolve. And I've, I've been involved with Kid Power for, oh my goodness, 15, 20 years maybe. And recently I was giving a presentation on the exercise that helps improve our three-dimensional vision. And 3D vision is so important because it helps us with our ability to make decisions, to problem solve, to see more deeply into situations. And when our two eyes aren't working together, we're more easily triggered, we're more fatigued, our concentration is less, our balance is less, our memory is reduced. And you know, most eye exams, they don't necessarily test three-dimensional vision. In fact, what we're doing in an eye exam is we're testing the eye chart and we're looking at your eye health and it's usually a 10-minute experience and you're out the door and the next person comes. So in this particular short presentation, I talk about a machine called the Vectogram. And the Vectogram is a 3D slide you put on some polarized glasses. Be similar to if you went to the movies and you were given 3D glasses and you could see the film in 3D. Now, for many people, they aren't using their two eyes together. And unless you test for it, you have no idea that your two eyes aren't working together. And so some of the symptoms people will experience would be, I feel cloudy. I'm not able to focus. I fall a lot. You know, my memory's kind of going. And when you do this kind of a test, the one that I'm explaining to the people at Kid Power, there's a lot of things that we talk about in terms of spatial reasoning, spatial decision making. And in my physical eye therapy program, we focus on helping people regain their binocular vision. So there's more stability, there's more resiliency, there's more flexibility in using our two eyes and brain together. And it isn't just the eyes, and it isn't just the brain, but it's both of them together. So I want you to enjoy the presentation. I wanted to give you a little context before 
we play this clip. And like always, I want to thank you for tuning in. Here we go. So the Vectograms is a powerful tool, both in diagnosis and in treatment. From a diagnostic point of view, when you put a person on the Vectogram, you're going to pretty quickly discover if they have binocular vision, depth perception, and suppression. And also, the other thing about the Vectogram is that when you put a person on it and you ask them in an open-ended way, what do you see and what might you feel, their answers are going to really tell you a lot about where they're at in terms of their spatial decision-making. And there was a research study that was done several years ago by a developmental optometrist, Harry Wax, who's one of my mentors. And what Dr. Wax did is he measured people's IQ. This was children. <clears throat> he measured their IQ, and then he put them on the vectogram. And then he did vision therapy with them for six weeks. And then he remeasured their vectogram and their IQ, and he found that the kids who saw better depth perception jumped in their IQ <clears throat> scores from 5 to 10 points. So they increased. So the, the bottom line is, is that the better the spatial reasoning, the better the problem solving. The deeper a person can go into being able to look at complex things and be able to solve them. If you're in a suppression or you see the world flat, then your ability to see solutions in problems, whether it's body-centered movement or cognitive, vestibular, doesn't matter. The better the 3D vision, the better the problem solving. And the two eyes working together is such a powerful gift that when you help these kids develop better binocular vision, everything gets better. They feel more peaceful. They're less triggered. <clears throat> they understand what you're saying to them <clears throat> and their ability to work in a more complex situation just goes up. So when you do the diagnostic and you find out where they're at, it can be emotional for them because they may not understand what you're asking or they just can't do it. So be very careful about pressing on them. You'll get the information. Oh, I see it flat. I see depth. I don't see the L. I don't see the R. Right now you're using the racetrack and the, and the, the other uh, image. Um, but when we move into the Mother Goose slide, this is really the, the test that I love doing because I set one of the, the, the pair of slides in a convergence and the other set in a divergence. And the way you would know convergence is you see the numbers uh, at the bottom of the slide. 
one, two, three, four, you can see the numbers, that's convergence. And then the divergence would be the numbers. So what I do with that is, and you can, you can put the, the convergence on the top or the bottom, you can vary it, that's fun to do uh, as well. Um, but when you put one chart in convergence and the other chart in divergence, and you ask the child to look at the images, you're going to get a whole lot of information on their, their visual skills based on are they able to see the King, Bo Peep, and Humpty, and where are they in space. And if you do the, the Mother Goose slide yourself, you will see that the right eye sees part of the picture and the left eye sees the other part of the picture. And each one of those images has uh, details where the right eye only sees part of the picture. Like for example, with the king, he's got a pipe in his mouth and a bowl in his hand. So the child might say, oh my God, uh, the bowl is blinking on and off. So that's going to tell you, for example, the left eye is shutting off or the staff and the lamb. The lamb is the left eye, the staff is the right or Humpty Dumpty. So you're going to get suppression checks and you're going to get binocular responsiveness. <clears throat> Find out which chart they gravitate towards. You know, some kids say, say, I want to go to the bottom chart first because I can see it. And so that might be divergence. So that tells you their preference is more divergence. With other kids, they might be more in the convergence area. That might be their preference and they can't go into divergence. Usually when a child prefers divergence, they're in more of a parasympathetic state of, of consciousness, and it's hard for them to get into the sympathetic state, which is convergence. Also, um, convergence is more of your reading um, skill. If you can't converge, reading is going to be difficult. Divergence, if, if a child can't go into divergence, it means that they're either in stress, trauma, or toxicity, and they can't release, relax, and let go. And so that tells you about their ability to uh, let go. That's divergence. There's a lot of um, cognitive associations we can make with convergence and divergence. I think the first step in this is just putting those slides up and for you all to look at each slide and determine what you see and what you feel. Remember, in convergence, the images should look closer and smaller. And in divergence, the images should look larger and farther away. These kids may not be able to see that. So that's going to tell you the limitation they have in spatial decision making. And I can speak for over three decades that when I help people develop better integrated spatial um, integration, it is a game changer in their learning, their movement, their confidence, their mood, their stress levels. And with all the other things that you're doing with them, um, this is a missing piece for you guys. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the iClarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.